Hello and welcome to Conversations with Kath, the podcast that keeps you up to date with the daily antics of your mother, your Alma, your friend, or whatever Kath Vanderhorst is to you. So grab a glass of Harvey Bristol, put the phone on silent, and let's see what's been keeping our favourite nine-year-old busy this week. Thanks for downloading this week's episode of Conversations with Kath. A while ago, we brought you the first instalment of The Life of Alma, an interview recorded back in 2017. Part one focused on her time in Boxmere as a child, living through World War II, and meeting Alpa. I'm now pleased to bring you the second instalment. Welcome to The Life of Alma, part two, starting from scratch. The minute we got here, we had no money. Yeah. There was no social security, there was no handouts. We just had to go and work, which we did. You know, um, lots of people came and um, if, they, if you didn't like what you, then you just went back. Oh. Tell, me about, tell me about the flight over here, because that's something that's oh, the a flight. lot different today. <laughs> it yeah. was a, a D3, uh, a D3, it was a propeller one, it had no high pressure cabin, so... Uh, every air pocket we, <laughs> we, 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 we dropped we dropped in. Meals were only served, you know, when there was no turbulence. We had, um, uh, you know, you, where you have the trays, where you, the, you pull out for your meal. Well, they had holes in them, and a hole for your plate, and a hole, and, and a thing for your cup, and, and for your knives and forks. So if there was turbulence, at least... The stuff stayed there. Quite fun, right? Yeah, sometimes, you know. <laughs> and, 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 of course, we only flew during the day. No nighttime flying. So that would have taken quite a long time then. Yeah, that's why it took us seven days. Seven days. Seven days to get here. Although we were in Singapore for a, for a weekend. Right, okay. Yeah, in Singapore. Do you remember all the, all the places you stopped? You went from Singapore Oh, to no, the... not really. No. Okay. I, I remember. The first stop was Rome. Yeah. Yeah, we... Uh, I remember Karachi. Um... Fremantle, that was the that was. Oh, that was your first place in Australia. That was the first. That's when we had Australia. We flew KLM, yeah. And of course, KLM. Uh, you know, we we were in in nice hotels. Yeah. Um, the KLM picked us up from the airport by buses and gave us a guided tour through wherever we were. Wow. And then they. They took us to hotels, and they were they were nice hotels. Yeah. We had to have with uh, with nice meals, and 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 of course when we got to Fremantle, that's when we were migrants. We ended up in a Nissan hut. We we got a tin plate and had to go and get a meal. All right, okay. And, uh, <laughs> that, that, all luxury stuff there. All luxury. That that was it. We yeah. were in Australia, and that was it. We were on our own. So, the, and then, the, 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 because a lot of people left Fremantle, we only had about 300 people on, on, on our trip. From Fremantle from, to... No, from Amsterdam to oh, Fremantle, okay, yeah. yeah. So, a lot of them left. And uh, there was talk that we wouldn't fly on to Melbourne anymore. That was the end of it. Oh. But for some unknown reason, we ended up, they, they did take us to Melbourne. And we were picked up by the um, Elderhorst family. They came by train because they, had, they didn't have cars. We landed in Essendon, of course, because 
Tan and Marine was uh, wasn't even thought of. So when you when you first landed Nesterden, this photo here, I'll show off the thing. What do, you, what do you first remember? This is where this is where it all began. This is where it all began. Yeah. We thought, my God, what have we done? Was it cold and windy like a normal? No, it was September. September. It was September. Okay. Yeah, it was September, and I remember thinking at that stage, you know, because we we ended up in in. Um, this is how we we we, stood, we we had a little suitcase. Yeah. There's a few. Like so, a look. So that's all you can. That's all you can. That's with. all we that's, had. Right. That's all we had. Okay. Our uh, our luggage was a big wooden crate. Yeah. And that was sent by boat. Wow. So that wouldn't have come at least a few months later. Yeah. That well, I reckon it should have been six weeks. But for some unknown reason, because when we were living in Lilydale, in that in that, it was a big sort of a boarding house. Yeah. Had lots of rooms with different Dutch people were living there. Yeah. And because John and I, we both had a, had a job and we worked, and our, our luggage was arrived in Melbourne at at some pier in Melbourne. Yeah. But we were we were working, and the fellas that were uh, uh, they did night shift. They worked at the quarry, and they promised us they would ring and tell these the authorities to send that crate on to Lilydale, yeah, or to Hawthorne, Hawthorne. That's right, because in the mean we weren't living in Lilydale anymore. We'd already left John and I. So instead of the crate being sent to Hawthorne, they were, would ring up. Uh, the crate uh, sent to Lilydale, that would ring and say, don't send to Lilydale, send it to Hawthorne. But of course, their English wasn't very, wasn't very good. So, crate ended up, instead of in, in Hawthorne, in Horsham. <laughs> in Horsham. In Horsham. Right. So, so, we had a lot of trouble tracking air. And a lot of air clothes were in it. Oh, okay. We just had what we stood up in and what we could manage to... Uh, yeah, because we were working, you yeah. know, so we bought a few odds and ends to keep us going until our stuff arrived. Did you speak any words of English before you arrived? We here? did speak English, yeah, because we were taught English at at, at school. Okay. School English, yeah. like for instance, um, shorts. We used to we used to call them knickerbockers. <laughs> <laughs> Right. You know, we used to go shopping and we used to look at the stuff and we thought, oh, that's nice, we make some custard out of that. We used to buy jelly and mm -hmm. make custard out of it. And, and, and yeah. yeah, things like that. So did it, did it take long to embrace the, uh, the way of life here? Or no. Different back then? People, we... we were, were people accepting? Oh, yes, people accepted it. You know, they had a bit of a laugh, and, and, and the way we spoke, because we used to have some some funny ways of doing things, you know. We like um, having mats on our table. You know, when we, when we finally managed to get odds and ends together, you know, we used to set it up like we had it at home. We used to put curtains in front of our windows and yeah. things, and, and Dutch things, you know. We, uh, when we were in, we were, I remember we were invited to an, um, to an, um, a barbecue. Oh, yeah. Of course, we didn't know what a barbecue meant in them days. 
and they told us to bring a plate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we wondered why, why, why would we have to bring plates? So here we go, John and I with a plate each. There's nothing on it. <laughs> <laughs> they would have found that funny. Hey? They would have had a chuckle about that. Oh, yeah, they would have had a, they had a chuckle. So, anyway, we, we left Lilydale. We only stayed here for a couple of months and then we decided we'll, we'll move on. So, we went. Go by yourselves? Yeah, we went. We moved. And we went to um, Hawthorne. Yeah. Now, Opa found a job in uh, Anchor Engineering. I think it was in uh, Glen Ferry there somewhere. And I um, got a job in the canteen, making sandwiches and washing dishes and stuff like that. Um, was it easy to find work? For oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was easy to find work. Yeah. Well, I was a bookkeeper. Yeah. But of course, all my, and Opa was an engineer and all his paperwork was in, English, was in Dutch. Yeah. So we had to go back to uni to um, to get his um, diplomas. Yeah. And uh, at that stage, all all um, companies were run. All all the people that had how do I say that? Um, all the four foremen. Yeah. In the in the they were all um, English. Right. A lot of them, and of course. Yeah, you know, we, we there's no papers. Yeah, we had qualifications, but we couldn't prove it. Yeah, so we had to just take what was what was available. Yeah, so Opa was um, a welder because he could read blueprints, and all I could do was uh, well, canteen work or yeah. with the housekeeping. I wasn't very good at it because I'd never done it. Yeah. <laughs> so. But you had to, we, you know, we had to, we had to live. Now, yeah. we had to earn money. We had to pay our, our rent, which I think was one guinea, and and we had to buy food yeah. as well. So um, and try and save up for maybe buy a block of land one day. What was the priority in saving back then? Was it obviously it wasn't a holiday, or was, was holiday. the priority to get your own house? Oh yeah, holidays was just to buy, to try and buy something so that we could, um, you know, have something that we could call home. Yeah, yeah. So in the end, we yeah, and it didn't take us very long because at that stage it was easy. We we ended up we quite liked um, Ringwood. Um, so we ended up buying a, a block of land there for five hundred pounds, and we had we paid it off as five pound a month. So just a block of land, no house, or no, no, nothing on. Yep. Okay. So uh, while we were living in Hawthorne, Opa used to go to Ringwood. He had a motorbike, yep. and he used to go back to Ringwood, and he used to start building. What we call the bungalow. Yeah, it was just a bit of a shed. Yeah, yeah. and we, he divided it into a bedroom and and a bit of a, a bit of a lounge room and a tiny little kitchen. 
No often, just just uh, um, like we, we we did bring it from Holland. It was like a uh, kerosene uh, uh, heater yep. that we cooked on. You know, we said, still got a bit of a thing here that we had. So there was nothing fancy. There was no water. We didn't have any water. It was a tap outside. And so he started building this by himself? Yeah, he started building this by himself. We met, while we were living in Hawthorne, we, um, Orpah and I were going for a walk one day. And um, and at the corner of this, this uh, shopping centre in Hawthorne, there was a couple of blokes standing there and they had the Dutch, Dutch bicycles. So we talked to him and it happened, and as it worked out, it was Joop Phillips. And we stayed friends with the Phillipses for quite a few years. Now, Phillips also bought land in Ringwood. All right. As a matter of fact, opposite us. Ah. And Joop Phillips was a builder. Yeah. Or he was a plumber. Um, and he had, they had friends who were builders. So between the lot of us, everybody helped everybody, you know. One, one bloke might have had um, uh, some tools, yep. hammers and saws, and another bloke might have had the ladder. So we used to borrow. borrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a combined effort. Yeah, team effort. It was a team effort. So Hugh Phillips built himself a bungalow, and he lived opposite us. And we built a bungalow uh, as well. And as, as time went on, you know, first we, we just had, that, had somewhere to put our bed and, a, and a, a, bit of a, a bit of a kitchen thing. And gradually we managed to get a, a, a bit of a, uh, yeah, a room onto it. Also, we built a bathroom. With, we had a, a one of these um, enamel bath. Yeah, I think it was enamel. Um, we we could only use it once a week because we had to cart the water and we had to heat it up in a copper. We had an old copper in the backyard and we shared that copper with uh, Elhorst, the Phillipses. So when it was Saturday bath time, <laughs> we borrowed. We had this. <laughs> this community, what do you call it? This bathtub, yeah. and it went from the elder hosts. <laughs> they bathed, and they <laughs> and they had about four kids oh, wow. at that stage. So they used the bathtub, and when they were finished with it, it ended up at either Phillips <laughs> or at our place. We used to pick it up and put it in the in our lounge room. And um, yeah, and the old copper, we had an old copper, and that was stoked up with this. Uh, so, no, obviously, no showers. There was no showers. Ah. No, no showers. During the week, you just had a bit of a, in, John put a bit of a lean to to our, to our bungalow. Yeah. And in that lean to, we, we had a, a sort of bit of a tub. And uh, that's how we, that's, that's what we did until we. Uh, we managed to build um, a bit of laundry. That was part of the house, so we built a laundry first. Yeah. So, and in the laundry, we could do the yeah, washing. We ended up having a washing machine. Yeah. One with a, with a, in, um, you know, that you put well, your washing crank. through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you had to. And a, and a copper. Yeah, we used to, to um, and of course, you had to take the water out and 
and put it in your washing machine. So the, the copper, is that uh, the water goes through the copper pipes and heats up over No, the, the copper was a great big tub. Oh, right. Yeah. I, it was like... Um, over a fire. Yeah, yeah. and, and you, you had a fire underneath. Yeah. And the, 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 it was called the copper. It was a great big copper tub. Probably never seen one. No, I haven't seen no. one. No, and that was how, yeah, and that was how the water was heated up. And it was outside, yeah. and then it was carted in by buckets. Well, because they used the to pick up the bath and put it in the lounge room. Yeah. I remember years later when Jenny was doing something. How did the Romans bath? <laughs> <laughs> well, they used the same, the same, the same as what we did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that was uh, gradually we started. Of course, then and John used to work at that stage. John used to work at the Ringo Timber when we were living in. We had to leave Hawthorne because um, they only had rented their rooms out to people who were um, who had no children. Right. So when I was when I got pregnant with Jenny and I started to. Uh, yeah, they could see I was expecting. Yeah. You know, we had to we had to get out. Yeah, we had to leave. And was was the house was the house in Ringwood, like or the bungalow livable at that stage? But it was sort of livable. We had no electricity in it. Yeah, at that stage, so we had one of these tilly lamps. Yeah, uh, that I, I wasn't very good with it, so I had to wait until Opa came home to, to, uh, so we could see <laughs> what we were doing. Right. Um, but gradually we, we uh, yeah. So at this stage, uh, before Jenny, the first of the kids was born, was all Opus family still back in Holland? Opus family was back in Holland. And you know, we... we um, were they wanting to come over? Well, we, not really. They never thought of it. Right. But we, we used to, John used to write letters and, and, and we used to say, oh God, this is good country, it doesn't rain, you know, sun shining every day, you know, we've all got work, people are nice, you know. Um, you know, we used to, 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 to say how good it was here, yeah. you know, and it was good. We had three meals a day and we had a, bed, a roof over our head. Yeah, okay. You know, we had friends, we used to share everything with our Friends, the elder horse lives next door. Phillips is on the other side. Yeah. Um, you know what we didn't have? They might have, they might have something. Yeah. So we're, the whole lot was the whole thing was shared. You know, we all helped one another. So we had no we had no spare money, but but we had uh, yeah we we had a, we had uh, friends that uh, used to work in. Uh, the Koolemans, who used to work in uh, uh, Cottage, in oh, the yeah. factory. Yeah. Uh, they used to bring uh, jam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh, all sorts of things. Wow. Good connections. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, yeah. So, and when we built there, when we had that property there, we had a few chooks and, you know, we had some eggs and, and uh, the baker used to come with horse and cart. And uh, we used to be able to, uh, yeah. So did uh, was Jenny born first, or did they did the rest of the Van Horse migrate over first? Well, it, 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 no, Jenny, the, the Van Horse, they decided because 
things in Holland weren't all that good after the war. Yeah. And um, so they, they all decided, well, yeah, maybe we'll go. Maybe we'll sell up and maybe we'll go to Australia. So John, so John was, and Olga had, had one brother and two sisters, is that right? Or one brother and one sister? Olga. Yeah. Yeah, he had... Sorry, two um, brothers. Pete, yeah, Jerry. Peter, Gerald, and one sister, Corey. Corey, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Corey. So, but of course, um, Opa and Oma, they were too old to migrate. Yeah. So they had to, we had to sponsor them. So they came out as well? Opa yeah, they came out. The whole family came. Right. The whole family came. Uh, but we had to sponsor them. Okay. We had, just in case something happened and they couldn't work, yeah. we had to make sure that they, yeah, that they survived. Yeah. There was no 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 uh, no Centrelink, no 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 social security. He who didn't need didn't who didn't work didn't need. Yeah. Simple as that. So and we had to make sure that they had a roof over over their head. But because there was Corby and Gerald and Peter, there was three of them, you know, and they were all ready to, to join the workforce. Yeah. And um, so Opa and, and, and Oma were sort of and just sponsoring them. You know, they, they were allowed to uh, to migrate. So they they arrived here on uh, on the Sibayak. No, it was the Johan van Oldebarneveld. They came by boat. Well. Yeah, they came by boat and it took them about I don't know, six weeks to get here. Yep. So um so did you have to expand your house in Brickland? So no, in the, no, we, we found um, accommodation for them um, in uh, Montrose, yep. a place called Lake Lon, a, a really nice homestead. Yep. And um, because there was Jerry and Peter and Corey and they could all work, so there was, they could pay yeah. whatever rent they, uh, they had to pay. And, um, and did you set them up with jobs? We, we, um, Opa, yeah, John, or, uh, John sort of um, organised for Gerald and Peter yeah. to go to work. Gerald, um, Gerald went uh, in a telephone exchange, I think, or yeah. Peter in a telephone exchange in, in Croydon. Um, not sure what Corey did. And and oh, and Rinus came out as well. Corby's uh, they were married just before they came. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They yeah, and he was a painter, so he had no problems finding work. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I think Gerald and Opa went to work in a in a cement factory in in in, in Montrose or something. Right. Yeah. So, and they also because it was a big house that they uh, that they rented. They also had boarders, people that stayed, yeah, stayed with them and, and boarded. Okay. Yeah. They had two or three boarders and they had them for quite a few years. Right. Yeah. And then Opa and Oma moved out of the big house into, there was a bungalow there as well. Yeah. And then moved into that bungalow and Corrie and Ron took over the, the house in Montrose and they eventually boarded. And they're still there. Corrie is still there in that old house. In the same house they yeah. moved into. And yeah. Wow. Yeah. And 
because Peter and Gerald they moved out and they bought their own houses. Yeah. Yeah. They they the, the Vanderhorst family never went any anywhere. They sort of stayed around Montrose. Peter ended up in um, Kilside and Gerald ended up in Morlebark. Right. And Ruth is still in Morlebark and and Peter, well he's gone now, but Nettie still lives in Corden. So they, they never moved. Stay it was yeah. it was um up and I that sort of we were like gypsies. <laughs> we just uh, well the thing was during in in, in about late fifties there was a depression here in Australia. Yeah. So um of course Opa was working at that stage for the Ringwood Timber in, in um in uh, Ringwood, and we had three kids, and uh, be, but because he joined the workforce last, he was the first one out. Right. You know they were putting people off, so there we were. You know, just in a bungalow, we we put we I think we started building the house. The frame was up, but well, there was no the money. Same, on the same property. Yeah, on the same property. Yeah. yeah, and the frame was up, but there was no money. Opa lost his job. So he he went out one morning and he said, I won't come back until I got a job. He came back that night and he said, I've joined the railways. Joined the railways. What on earth are you going to do? He said, I'm a porter in the railways. And I thought, that's never going to work. <laughs> Yeah, he was. He, but anyway, he, he stuck it out. And so, what, what what did a porter do? A porter was just standing at the barrier, you know, selling tickets. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So, but at least it was a job, and we 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 had a bit of an income. Yeah. He so did, by that stage, you had Jenny, which was your first. And we had Jenny and Wilma. Wilma. Oh, and Peter. And Peter. And Peter. So we had three kids. Yeah. Yeah. And we were all living in the same, we had one bedroom, so there was a double bed for Dad and I, there was a single bed for Jenny, yeah. there was a cot, Peter was in that cot, no, there was a cot, Wilma slept still in the cot, and Peter, we had an old pram, somebody gave us, and Opa taken the wheels of it, <laughs> and that pram sat on the end of Jenny's single bed. Right. <laughs> it's nice and cosy. <laughs> nice and cosy. Yeah. All, all, with a lot of it. So then his Opa's first job was in Ringwood East, um, selling tickets. Yep. Uh, he did, um, he studied in his own time, which meant that. Um, he was paid every time he did an exam. He was he he got a bit more pay, and it also meant promotion. So, yeah, his first job was Springers. Yes, Springers, which meant that we get a, got a house in Springers from the railways. From the railways. Ah, okay. So we had a, a house in, in Springhurst, railway house. So what was his job uh, in Springhurst? In Springhurst he was um, 
They call it an assistant station master. Right. Yeah. So, off we go. The railways supplied us with transport. We packed up whatever we had. We sold the property. Yep. And with the money that we made, we still had to pay it off, but it was a little bit, li bit, bit over. We bought, you know, a few, yeah, a bit of furniture yeah. to put in our house yeah. in Springhurst. And what kind of a house was it in Springhurst? More than one bedroom? <laughs> no, it had uh, two, it, uh, it was a three bedroom house. Wow. Yeah, three bedroom house. Um, it, it had a big yard. With a shower at that stage? Yeah, it had a shower yeah. in it. And a chip heater. Well, okay. And a chip <laughs> heater is one of these gadgets. It yeah. sat at the end of the bath. And, uh, and and you put paper in it with sticks. Yeah. You know, and then... You know, if the water was, was getting hot, sometimes the water boiled and all you ended up with steam. <laughs> and that's how we... Uh, but because we were on tank water, we had to be very careful. Oh, okay. So, um, you know, but we, we couldn't afford to have... Uh, oh, and the shower was on top, you know, in you stood in the bath. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> so we, we had to be careful. We couldn't uh, afford to have showers every day. So when we had a shower a couple of times a week, because we put the plug in the bath and the water stayed in the bath and then the kids could have a bath oh, yeah. as well. <laughs> the railway supplied us with water. Yeah. Used to uh, supply us with water. So our first job was Springest. Um, How long were you in Springhurst for? We were in Springhurst for... Not yet. Maybe... Not even a year, I think. No, it might have been a bit longer. We made lots of friends in Springhurst. We had um, uh, relatives of um, uh, uh, John had a bakery in Mangrata. Yeah. And um, I can't even remember the names. So, and um, of course, when, uh, when, when we were living in Springhurst, this is how stupid it all was. When we were living in Springhurst, we, uh, we still had um, Dutch. Uh, Details, you know, and there is a special sort of detail. And um, so one day when I had done my washing, I had all this stuff hanging on the line, and a lot of it was real Dutchy stuff. So these people came past, and they looked at it, and they thought, there must be Dutch people living out there. So they come knocking at the door, and uh, it was Corrie Jacobs, and we've been friends with them for a long time. There was Jacobs, and then there was the Stardegards, who um, who lived. Uh, there was a bit of a Dutch community. Oh yeah. Okay. You know, Dutchies didn't sort of um, they didn't all stick together, but um, we all sort of spoke spoke English, and we didn't like uh, not like the Greek people. They were sort of all. They had a community and, and uh, uh, 
we, we, we sort of mixed with the with, with Aussies all right. But, yeah. but we had Dutch friends as well. We spoke English. We didn't speak Dutch. With, with your Dutch friends? Yeah, we spoke yeah. English. We spoke English from the start because we all had kids. And um, we and our kids went to school. And of course, they, they, uh, they spoke English. And when we and when the kids come, you know, it was sometimes it was a bit of double Dutch, but uh, the main language was English, and that's why today Peter and none of them speaking speak Dutch. Yeah, they all know a few Dutch words, but they can't have a conversation in Dutch. No. Sometimes I think it's a pity, but yeah, we uh, it was much easier to just uh, we try to we try to fit in. Yeah, we didn't want to stick out. So when, um, yeah, so we had we had good friends, and of course uh, in in Springhurst we we yeah, because we all worked hard. Every on sometimes on a Saturday night, we all headed off to Wengerata, uh, Opa Opa bought a bus <laughs> <laughs> because we we had we had all these kids, and you couldn't leave them home, you know you and and. Uh, so we bought a bus. So how many kids did you have at that stage? At, in Springhurst we had Jenny, Wilma, Peter and John. Right. So up to four there. Yeah. 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 That's quite a drive from Springhurst to Wengerata. No, no, there was only three. There was well, only the three. Pregnant. Yeah, we didn't have, we didn't have. Because John was born uh, when we were living in Donnybrook. Right. Yeah. 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 It, from Wengerata Springers to Wengerata, it wasn't all that. It wasn't all that. Okay. No. So, uh, but we really liked Springhurst. We liked Springhurst. And we always um, thought, you know, if, if ever uh, we, we can get a transfer, because John was still doing his study. He wanted to to um, to be a station master and have his own station. Yeah. And that meant that every time he, he got another, another uh, finished another exam, he climbed up the ladder a little bit more, which also meant that we had to move. Right. Okay. So, uh, at that stage, we, uh, when we were living in Springhurst, he, he did some more, uh, some more study. And of course, uh, there was another uh, transfer. And this time we went to Donnybrook. We were in Donnybrook, for, and that's when John came along. 